Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be getting into on this week's show? Ryan, we have a brand new international hello. We're going to be welcoming in Romania. And you better believe I looked up some of the worst failures in Kickstarter history. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, on this week's show, we talk about hidden camera detectors and how they work. And why do people so badly need to be right? And let's get into it on this week's show. I have never understood trends, Tyler. Well, I think back in the 90s, well, you didn't do the Jinko jeans, did you? Did you ever do the Jinko jeans? I did. When, when, I guess when I was younger, I fell into some of these. I still sure. have all of my Cabbage Patch dolls. But yes, actually, Jinko jeans, where I could have fit my whole torso into one leg. Correct. I had those. Correct. Mm-hmm. Had. You don't have them anymore? No. That's too bad. No, I've split them open and turned them into a blanket for my bed. Why would you want to be aware of trends? That is the question that I want to ask you. I've always been somewhat of a contrarian. I've always kind of gone against the trends because I've always wanted to point out my individuality. Mm -hmm. And I see it now. Counterculture, baby. Counterculture. Just to prove to you how important I am by being different than you. That's right. I have always been against it. I, I, I see things now where not kids, because of course you want to be like everybody else. You want to have that hive mind because you don't want to be pointed out and made fun of when you're a kid. But I see adults that do some things where I'm just like, you're going to regret that, brother. Uh, You mean in terms of the trends that they follow and uh, with wanting to be included in the group, even as an adult? Well, where you see something that is just replete in society and you say, I'm going to jump on that train. Mm, Black tar heroin. I can't. Well, I mean, that's just so good. (laughs) Chasing the dragon, baby. Sure. You'll catch it one day. You're going to get it. It will be mine. Don't you worry about that. We're going to put it in a little, in a little cage. You can take it home with you. But at what point are you like, you know what? I'm going to go out and get a Bass Pro Shops hat. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go get a Bass Pro Shops hat. I see about 50 a day. Are yeah. you familiar with what I'm talking about? Yeah, they sure know how to advertise. It's really impressive. It's it they it's almost like the Salt Life stickers where somebody saw one of those and and the trend continues where one person gets it, then another person see, sees it and goes, I'm going to do the exact same Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And somebody who just wants to define themselves as I love the beach. Mm-hmm. I, I, it confuses me. Yeah. I, not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's a weird way to define yourself. You, you might as I mean? well just be screaming skin cancer, jazz hands. Sure, sure. Melanoma up in here. <laughs> it's like those adults who just define themselves as Disney people. Don't trust those motherfuckers. And it's so crazy how open they are about I don't it. trust like, This those. is something you should find shame in yes. and you should hide yes. it from the world. Sir, I'm going to need your keys and your Mickey hat. <laughs> and I'm, you better believe I'm taking that sticker off the back of your van. You're drunk. <laughs> Give me it, yes. And also now where you see everybody wearing those European carryalls against their chest. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Very, it's, very classy, It's Ryan. the fanny pack, but it's between your nipples. When did we do this? When did this happen? Well, I think the further north it goes on your body, the more appropriate it gets. Fanny pack, no bueno. If it goes across your chest, you're good to go. That was just the way that everybody used to hide their passports underneath their shirt. Now all of a sudden it's like the only thing that people are wearing. That's, oh, not, just, that's not true. You would be naked. I, I was going to say, and I was going to do the same thing with suspenders. Suspenders, I believe, used to be for under the clothes. And then they eventually made it outside, and they're now they're their own trend, if you will. I love suspenders. Yeah. When you're all dressed up, I love suspenders. Well, good. Now we know that about you. Now you guys know what to get me for Christmas. <laughs> my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. What the hell is this show about? I don't know. We are those guys you hate. going on everybody and welcome to another episode of those guys you hate tyler menendez my brother my confidant my les incompetent how are you doing today man confused but i'm doing okay so just like just like normal confused and okay 
I'm happy to be back here doing another session with you, and I'm ready to get into the action. Good. I'm excited. Here we go, Tyler. I'm going to ask you a question. This is how the podcast goes, generally speaking. I say something to you, and then you say something back to me. Are you ready? We'll see how it goes. Tyler, why do people so badly want to be right? Because it's fun, Ryan. And there is a a trait within us, in our DNA, that wants to keep us from being wrong. It's a survival instinct, if anything. In what way? I'm, I'm actually interested in this. Be- because back in the day when we were, you know, a, you know, kind of sort of part of the food chain and things were actually hunting us, when we made decisions way back then, and the, the one guy who made the decision, hey, that there was a noise in that bush, I'm going to go check it out. I'm sure it's nothing. That guy died. Sure. So it's in our DNA to be on the defensive and be wary of things and not make a mistake because there was a point when mistake meant dead. That's very interesting, Tyler. And it was well said. And I have to be honest with you because I'm sure that you probably haven't noticed this in the past. I don't like to be wrong, Tyler. Mm, Yeah. I don't care for it. Sure. And I don't like embarrassing myself on the radio. And so how's how's that going, bud? Um, not (laughs) so great because last week you and I were having a conversation and this happened. Well, and here's the thing. I, I spent so much of my life trying to be what I thought was the epitome of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I said the epitome of cool. Mm-hmm. Now, much to your delight, delight, <laughs> but also your kindness, you didn't even say anything. I didn't. You just let it roll. Like, can I hear that one more time? Please. Well, and here's the thing. I, I spent so much of my life trying to be what I thought was the epitome of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but one thing I will point out that you did say is listen to your mm. <laughs> That's not it, Tyler. Wow, I got some oomph to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's that is honestly, I really don't like that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the sound of somebody swallowing their reply. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it is so <laughs> condescending in the most efficient fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the only option available to me as the words met my lips. I kept them back. It was just a, mm-hmm. mm, yes, you yeah. fool. <laughs> so we're editing the show later and I, you bring this up to me and uh-huh. you say it to me and I am so confident that I am definitely cocky. Mm-hmm. Can we agree with this? Oh uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was very cocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cockier than that, <laughs> as I'm talking shit to you and I'm like, you fool, I cannot wait to make you look like a total jackass. You will rue the day. I cannot believe that I get the, this is such a great opportunity. I pushed the button on my phone and it epitome. Oh, Tyler. <laughs> and then there was a moment right after we were like, wait, they're two different. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Epitome. Ah, damn it, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. Damn that it. one. That one felt good. And boy, can I tell you that it feels good to sink into that kind of stuff and to not let it affect you and to be able to laugh at it. We we get so fired up about wanting to be right about such tiny little things. You know what I mean? Even things that are inconsequential, things that don't matter at all. Mm-hmm. And we will hold on to that with our dying breath. I'm not sure why that is, but I, well, you, you said it already, but I will tell you, letting go of that is deeply cathartic and peaceful. It is the epitome of growing up. One of the best epitome. One of the best <laughs> lines, one of the best tips, advice, whatever you want to call it, I've ever received in my life. By the way, name drop a Hawaiian bellboy. Oh, I one know. time hit us with Mel. Is it better to be kind or to be right? And that is something I will carry with me for the rest of my life. And Tyler and I just beat the shit out of him and stuffed him in the closet. We're like, don't you condescend us, bellhop? You're wearing the same hat as a boo. Pissing me off, and we'll talk about it on the Depression Index. (laughs) What the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how you feeling this week, bro? I'm good, buddy. I have been in a, a bit of a state That's $5. of- $5. Yeah, probably. I have been in a state of, uh, as I said the last few weeks, of unmooring. It's felt very, very strange to me. And what you mean by that is? Where I feel like my, my grip on reality is slipping out of my fingers, but really what's happening is just my perspective and attitude and, and uh, view on life is changing. We'll call you Mandy Unmoored. 
I, I is wish that I, a reference to something? I, I because wish, I don't get it. <laughs> I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. It, very often I would like to do a takesies backsies, and this is at the top of that list. <laughs> so while I do respect Takesies Backsies, <laughs> that's staying in there so people know. It's unfortunate for me, but I will say that sometimes the only way to heal is to let go of all of the reality of all of the information that you've collected up to that point because you find out it's flawed. Yeah, and absolutes are very hard to get rid of. These every, things, Every single time. These things that we have believed our entire lives, to give those up, it can be very, very terrifying. It feels like a death. Yeah. It truly does, because it is a death of who you were, so please forgive me. No, no, that was very perfectly said. I appreciate I it. I will just say, for my session 133, 133, right? That's incredible. It's awesome. Falling off the path. I have heard so many times working with others when they say, man, I was killing it. I was I was doing all the right things and I just fell off the path. Uh, whether it's I went back to drinking, I used drugs again, I went back to that relationship, I fell off the path. And what I will say to people who think like that, who say that- You're is, weak. Is, <laughs> and you deserve what you get. <laughs> the path doesn't want you. <laughs> hey, look, it's not you, it's the path. <laughs> You're just going in two separate directions. It's, you know what? You can still be friends with the path. All right, let's take us back to let's positivity. Bring positivity. Let's bring it back. It is not falling off the path. Doing those things, relapsing in whatever way, is part of the path. Sure. You got to overcome those obstacles well that are on the path. Well said. You haven't fallen off shit. So, uh, Ryan, my week this week, I'm going to go ahead and say, I am at. A five. Spin that wheel. One, two, three. Spin that wheel. Wow. Ouchie. Five ain't so bad. I mean, for Amanda Unmooring, I think that five isn't too big of a deal. You're doubling down. Uh, You know what? It's a good joke. (laughs) I've revisited it. It's funny, okay? I don't like She's a cultural icon. I don't like the joke, but I love the way you said it. All right, let's gay it up, Tyler. Yeah. Um, I might have already done this before, but I am living it right now, so I'm going to pass it on. Tyler, what is the sexiest thing about someone? I guess it would be different for everybody else, but what I'm what I'm hinting at here is a universal truth. Uh, for me, oh, well, I mean, man, that's tough. For me, my immediate thought is kindness. Like... I don't know if that's universal, uh, the universal thought process you're thinking of, because that is, it's obviously not looks or anything like that. Wrong, it's looks, Tyler. Oh, it wow. It is looks. Oh, shit. You just gave me the secret to the universe. Well, you know what? In a way, it is kind of looks, and what I mean by that is this, and, and I'm, I'm just bringing this up because I want to weekend review it. I want to talk about it because it's something I'm interested in. I think that I read something somewhere that people are X percentage more attractive when they're talking about something that they are passionate about. Oh, for it sure. It changes the micro expressions, sure. the, the little tiny muscles that you're not even aware that you're flexing in your face. And you're speaking with confidence. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. So, but that's not what I want to talk about. Stop, oh. stop, stop pulling me in other directions, Tyler. The sexiest thing about someone is when they love themselves, Ah, when they can make a mistake and not beat themselves up for it. They could say something that's awkward and just let it go. When somebody is in love with themselves, it just stands out. When you see somebody who's truly confident, it jumps off the page. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because, and you've said it before in the past, where the thing that makes us fake in other people's eyes is when we're not confident in what is what we're saying or we're trying to pretend to be something else. Sure. Those little slight delays in our behavior uh, decision-making come off as fake. People are like, man, this person's like acting this out almost. And where your your actions are to garner uh, a reaction from somebody sure. else. I'm doing this because I need this from you. Mm-hmm. That is such an unattractive quality. And I am going to leave this with a, a sentence of wisdom of something that I've picked up along my way. I am saying this to somebody specifically who needs to hear it. The attributes that you're looking for in someone else already exist inside of you. You are looking for this in other people and I am as guilty of this as anybody on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I also am those things. If I can cultivate those things in myself, I could perhaps approach relationships from a healthier place. Sure, and it's all growth. We're just growing through through the healing, through the pain, Ryan. Healing. Yep. And this Sex, week, sexual healing. <laughs> sexual 
Eelin, baby. And this week I am at a wolf. Uh, I'm at a two, brother. I was One, say. two. What's a wolf? I say this all the time. Uh huh. And I mean it because it's amplifying as time goes on. I'm going through crazy stuff. You know, I'm in some ways going through what is my personal kryptonite and keeping a stiff upper lip about it, Tyler. He is. He just hit his own personal arson phase. We're hoping he will grow out of it quickly. I am actually getting ready quickly. to move into my animal torture phase. And oh my God. I cannot wait oh. to murder that p- Tyler. I know you're going to regret that later. <laughs> I know you're There's gonna no that chance <laughs> that's staying on the pod. Tyler, are you familiar with the song Run Around Sue? I believe so. That's a workout banger. Actually, another thing that we've talked about a bunch. What, I, I, there, for, I forgot our own show sounders. And for a second, I'm like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Wait a minute. That is not Run Around Sue. I've heard that song. And Run Around Sue is a workout banger. Right. I'm telling you, slap that thing on. And who is the, the band? Dion and the something. He's the same guy who sings. Um, There's money on my left and there's money on my right. Janie is a girlfriend. He's the guy who sings The Wanderer, which Mm. is a, I mean, a classic among classics. If you go back and listen to that one, that guy is willing to drive into the ocean and die Mm -hmm. then stay overnight at a woman's house. And I respect that. I think that's pretty cool. I get it. I get it. And you, you yourself, Ryan, have broken down that song in, in past ep- in a past episode. I know, I know. I would actually like to go back it was and well hear done. that again. I remember enjoying it. I will look that up. Maybe we'll do a little something on the next show. Tyler, I need a hello, but from across the pond. I I need for you to take information. What if it was a, Canada? About another, no, <laughs> not those fucks. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, please. Fucks is so strong. Your whole <laughs> world is built off of sap that comes out of a tree. Grow up, Canada. Let's be honest. That tree blood is delicious. So, so fucking good. I don't even know what I'm doing right now. I don't mean any of it. I love maple syrup and I love Canada. I don't know. This is the worst segue. Give me international hello. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry about this. Tyler, what is international hello? Ryan, we are global, baby. We have fans from Japan to Rhode Island, which is a perfect opportunity to learn about other countries and cultures. It's time for this international hello. Yes, Ryan. Can I guess what this is? Yes, please. Is this the anthem from the Death Star? (laughs) What is this? I feel like I should be marching as I listen to this. So this is the anthem from the country that has now started listening to our show. This is the national anthem of Romania. This is... Fearsome. Dramatic. I mean... Fearsome. this, This is one of my favorites, I think. Really? I really like this. Wow. It yeah, is. Your enemies will bow down. It's giving me subtitles right here on the video. Your enemies uh, will bow down yeah, as part of it? Now or never, let's give proof to the world. Their national anthem is something that you would put on. It's a battle cry. While marching someone to the gallows. Do I have that correct? Like with one of those bags over their head, they already <laughs> got the noose on, but it's, you know, loose around their neck. That seems accurate. Yes. Sorry, Romeo. <laughs> Well, I'm not about to do it any favors. So first, let us say Buna Ziwa, right? Say it with me. Buna Ziwa, Romania. Yes, it's uh, that means um, good day. It is the formal gre- Romanian greeting, meaning good day. I speak Romanian now. The first, you technically do. The first yep. fact, Ryan, comes with a question. Why the fuck is anyone living there? 60% of Europe's Brown bear population <laughs> resides there. You people are living in cities. You exist on a buffet line by the sound of it. This is why they're so tough, Tyler. <laughs> if you went out to go get your mail and you may have to fist fight a brown bear, you would probably be in a little better shape. There is no argument there. Thank you very much. <laughs> but again, my question stands. Why are you living there? Wait a minute. Think about the bear population down here in Miami. Non-existent? different bears, but I mean... <laughs> I get what you're doing. Thank that's, you! That's a gay joke. We're doing a podcast, Tyler. <laughs> Second fun fact, Ryan, Romania is home to one of the most haunted places in the world. Where's that? It is called the Ba Chu Forest in Transylvania. The Ba Chu Forest mm-hmm. in Transylvania. Okay. I don't know about you. I always thought Transylvania was a city, 
but it's actually a region in Romania. I thought Transylvania was a fake place, genuinely. Yeah, no, I, I always thought that it was just a little city, but it's actually a huge region in Romania. Between all of the alien sightings, the little girl who walked into the forest wasn't seen for five years, then came out not remembering any of it, or the fact that it's located in Transylvania, that is a particular area that I will not be seeing for myself. Yes, right. Uh, this is going very fast. Yes. What happened with the girl who did the what and there, the what now? There's a story of a five-year-old girl who uh -huh. walked into that forest, uh -huh. was not seen for five years, came back out of the forest, did not remember the last five years. You fucking with me, little girl? I swear to God. Little girl, we're gonna need we're gonna need some some backup here. That's, some some papers. We can review. That sounds very interesting. It is very interesting. Okay. And finally, yes. Ryan, both insulin and Amphetamines were discovered in Romania. So while they definitely have saved the lives of millions of diabetics everywhere, they've also killed millions of people with their addictive drug. Huh. I did not. That must have been a, a long time ago, huh? Because they were used during World War II, so it had to be pre. Well, I believe insulin was discovered in the early 1900s. Amphetamines, I believe, was in the 1800s, but I could be wrong. Insulin is a um, it's a subject matter that is very near and dear to my heart and mm -hmm. your heart as well, because mm -hmm. our our father Papa. has been deeply addicted and has been I, I can't seem to shake it. We try to get him to quit. I, I mean, we're doing a clean needle program now at this point, just because we, we we're worried about him. And I'm worried at his age, if we stopped him, it might kill him. You yeah, know what I mean, but it's OK. I've been switching it out with saline all the for Have a while you? now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Visine? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic job, Tyler. <laughs> Love you, Dad. <laughs> now, uh, he said, Dad, not Dad. <laughs> you know what? I say we call it a neutral outing and we start anew. Here is your official second chance Romania. Welcome to the Menendez family. Like the, like the hunchback of Notre Dame, we ring the bell to welcome you in genuinely. Thank you guys for listening. Thank yes. you for supporting us. We hope you like what you see and pass it on. Tyler, very quickly, before we go to break, I've been listening to Dateline. Oh, John Tesh, we miss you. Tyler, he here's the thing with me listening to Dateline. I obsessively listen to true crime and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I wish that I could get out of it because I think it's deeply cancerous for my soul. But I do compile statistical anomalies. I put all of this together. I blend it up and I spit out little uh, universal facts that we can all understand. Mm -hmm. If you are a long haul trucker, it's just a matter of time until you kill somebody. Long haul truckers, never, never a hero in any of these stories. What? Tyler, long haul truckers, if you're listening to this, shut this shit off. We're not looking for that. They were total victims in the what? in the Fast and the Furious movie. They were getting robbed while they were driving, Ryan. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was a good movie. Can I tell you, never seen a single Fast and the Furious? The first one's pretty good. Really? Yeah, enjoyable. It's a, it's a young, hot Vin Diesel, all shredded and, I say hot. You know what his real name is? I do not. Mark Sinclair. I kind of like that. Really? He's no Vin Diesel, but I really enjoy the last name Sinclair. Have you ever heard Mark Sinclair, a.k.a. Vin Diesel, singing? I have played the music on the show before. Damn it, Tyler. <laughs> you, I mean, we always used to do such great shows. We did. What happened All, to us? Also, bonus little dateline. If your name is Amber, you're as good as dead. Tyler, we need to take, honestly, if your name is Amber, somebody is on their way to murder you, probably a long haul trucker. Or you're going to be a stripper. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then aren't you really dead on the inside? Exactly. Tyler, let's take a break. Sorry, let's strippers. Go, let's go ahead and call my friend Amber. And when we come back, she'll be dead. She'll probably be dead. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. You gotta put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. 
thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys what has he done can you tell me big magic johnson what has he done well yes he's a business person he's got aids you hate I mean, he, he made love to every girl in every city in, in America, and he had AIDS. And when he had those AIDS, I went to my synagogue and I prayed for him. I hoped he could live and be well. Those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys. Tyler, do I smell bad? No. Like, do you smell me often? I, I mean, I don't sniff you. But I'm saying, like, we're in the house together. Do you ever, do I smell bad? Never. I put on deodorant about once a week. Okay. That's it. Oh, that's that's it. That's, that's the, content for oh. our podcast. <laughs> I put on deodorant about once a week. Okay. That's, I mean, that's great, buddy. That's great. I mean, less chance of underarm cancer because you know those deodorants aren't great for you. I think that's what's really at play there. Mm. Um, armpit cancer. Armpit cancer. Yeah. I, I, the it real makes, plague. It makes sense. That's such a sensitive area and you're putting things of dubious quality all up in your piats mm-hmm. and uh, it causes issues, I believe. And I think that I'm kind of scared of it. And I think if you just wash up every day, you should be fine. What's your take? I, for the longest time, was uh, sedentary. And and uh, if you remember correctly, I would just sit down and within five minutes, I would be drenched in sweat. I do recall that. Sure. Uh, and it's changing. It's changing. I'm taking better care of my body, but I'm always on the lookout for... Stinky pits. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. And I just think that it's interesting. And I have to wear a black shirt to work. And when I would put deodorant on immediately, it would kind of screw up the armpit. So I mm-hmm. stopped doing it. So mm-hmm. that's it. That's my content, Tyler. You have content, right? In the form of hear ye, hear ye. I do. Why don't you give it to me? And also tell the people what hear ye, hear ye is. Hear ye, hear ye is, uh, man, I got to just jump right into it because this one is frustrating, and I'm tired of it, and it's a new law we're giving the rest of you. So here we go, Ryan. Hear ye, hear ye. You bastards. Hear ye, hear ye. You brought this on yourself. You did. Ryan, for the first time in this segment's history, I'm going to be honest and use it specifically for my own (sighs) benefit. I like that. For the first time ever, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) Anyone that doesn't like this new law will just have to suck it up. Go bleep yourself. No more asking people to drive you to the airport before 9 a.m. This is the future and things like Uber exist. Even if it was the past, take a taxi, take a horse-drawn carriage. Holy shit, Fred Flintstone it for all I care. Don't make me wake up at 7.30 in the morning to take your ass to the airport. You're... Talking specifically about JoJo, am I right? Talking about Dad, Oh, Dad. Talking about Papa Menendez. Boy, he's made a couple appearances on this show. (laughs) None of them good. So we're going to send this over to him. Maybe he could work some of this stuff out because his numbers are dropping like a rock. (laughs) He doesn't pull well with the audience. No, not in the target demographic. I did it and I was happy and I did not complain once. When did this happen? Two days ago. They went to somewhere. How about that? Yeah. You know, it's really weird. That nobody ever asked me to do any of these That's what I was thinking. I was like, I noticed how he never reaches out to you. Sure. That's exactly (laughs) right. That's nobody ever asked me to do. It's like at work. They don't ask me to train people. I wonder why. Why does nobody ever ask me to train anybody? What's going on? You know, that was in one of my be like me's and you followed it. You're welcome, Tyler. Oh, no, you're welcome, All right, so Ryan. Do, do the branding so people know, hey, knock it off. Use an Uber. I don't even have Uber on my phone, but I would download it to avoid that situation. Easy to download. Yep. Or just walk out to the street, raise a hand, taxi shows up. That's not real, Tyler. That is, that's <laughs> only in movies and definitely doesn't happen to black people from what I've heard. Whoa. Yeah, taxis won't pick up black people. Isn't that a, a, a standard understanding? 
We're dismount. And we need to fix that, Tyler. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Taxis pick up more black people. It's only fair. We're living in a society, you monsters. I feel like I fixed it. Uh, <laughs> he definitely brought it back. All right, Tyler. So and that was my hear ye, hear ye. I'm done for the day. Sorry about that. I only have one more segment to do before we get into weekend review, so let's just do it. Weekly Book Nook is a segment where we don't do it weekly, and we very rarely talk about a book. That is Weekly Book Nook, where we review something. Tyler, did you get a Weekly Book Nook together? That was a long sip you just took. Very thirsty. Yeah. I did not. I'm just going to listen with rapt attention to you. Maybe you'll be able to get in on mine, because this week I am reviewing Mount Olive Hot Sauce Flavored Buffalo Kosher Baby Dill's Tyler, these are pickles that are flavored to be a- Satan's dick, Ryan. <laughs> They're Satan's dicks. Satan's little <laughs> kosher baby dicks. Um, Tyler bought some buffalo flavored pickles How by accident. How dare you do that to me, Publix? How dare you? You should do a class action lawsuit with them, <laughs> Mount Olive, the city of Miami. I, you, you should take them all down because I ate one of those two and they're against God. I was incensed when I they ate They are that. against God. They're a terrible thing. Stop putting foods together. <laughs> Knock it off. And, and Buffalo it, wings and, and pickles are not on the same plate. Stop putting them together. And not everything needs to be spicy. I'm looking not at everything. you, Ruffles. Stop making shit. <laughs> So, so how would you review the kosher baby dill buffaloes? I was, I, as I said, I was so upset. I, I, I've been on a, and go ahead and make all the gay jokes if you want. I've been on a pickle tip recently. I've just been. De- You're doing it to yourself. Devouring pickles, man. Right. I, I love them. I, I love, love pickles. Them. Sure. And I went and just bought a jar, grabbed them off the grocery shelf without paying attention. And apparently there's a Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> version of it. It's bullshit. <laughs> product placement very nice <laughs> and so to finish up this little story my girlfriend saw the pickles in there was like so excited that oh. tyler has incredible taste oh. ate one of the pickles loved the pickles then felt guilty for taking it <laughs> bought her own and filled the the empty pickle back into tyler's oh. pickle jar So, uh, overall we give it a, a a no good. It was just a lesson learned where I need to pay more attention. That's it. I mean, in all fairness to Publix, it does say in giant red letters, (laughs) Buffalo pickles. (laughs) I don't know how much more you want them to set you up for, for success, but I I understand your, but they use the same font as the other labels. Not true. I believe there's a hint of fire. (laughs) We're gonna have to check it out. Let's do weekend review. Deodorant once a week, Tyler. Please tell me. We're all very impressed, Ryan. Look <laughs> you idiots with your armpit cancer. Tyler, tell them. I, I Forgive me. I just feel like we're doing segment after segment. It's kind of Sorry, it's moving fast falling today. into a rhythm here. But uh, tell people what week in review be being. Well, week in review, guys, is we just go back and we find mistakes that we made in last week's episode and uh, we call ourselves out, we call each other out, and that way we can grow from said mistakes and you guys get an opportunity to laugh at us. Dig your heels in because last week I talked about hidden camera detectors. You have one. Mm -hmm. You said that it was they saw the red lights. Did you sound like a fool? Yes. Oh, yeah. I did say they saw the glass on the outside of the lens, but that might have been wrong, too. I believe that you said the red lights. Nonetheless, this isn't here to make fun of you. Or is it? There is CCD and CMOs behind the lens. Now, that doesn't mean anything to anybody who is not a photographer. No letters. It's the electronic sensors behind the lens. Mm. So, in other words, it's the actual machinery that is capturing the image. A camera cannot be built without that. To my knowledge... And what this does is it shines a laser light on it and it scintillates, which is a word that I love. So how scintillating. So in other words, that keychain that you have hooked up to your backpack, it almost reflects. It's like a video game where they kind of make something iridescent that you need mm-hmm. to be drawn to. Gotcha. It kind of gives you one of those things. Very cool. Like Snake Pliskin. Pling. We got to work on your sound effects. (laughs) We can add that in in editing. Ryan, last week we asked if there has ever been a nude society. Did I find the answer? Oh, yeah. Uh, If you think about it, the answer is obvious. There had to be a time before clothes. Sure. But but in terms of like- A better time. 
<laughs> yeah, a better time. About half a million years ago, between 100,000 and 500,000 years ago. Okay, but- But there's no big, grand- uh, working societies that were just all nude. Since the invent of clothes. Since the invent of There clothes. has not been a nude society. Although uh, Romans, really down with the nudity. Yeah. Really down with the nudity, but well, they weren't always nude. Yeah, they, they didn't just go dick out all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, last week, we just vaguely asked the question, does Haiti have an army? Mm-hmm. Really? They do not, Tyler. Much like Costa Rica, Haiti relies heavily on the United Nations peacekeeping forces. I wonder if Dominican Republic has has an army. We can reveal. Let's just keep this going on for weeks. We'll just keep looking up new countries. Ryan, last week we discussed the most unsuccessful Kickstarters of all time. Did I find my top three? Oh, yeah. I have one. I have one. I started going through all the information. There are very many. Okay, yes. There, so. there are a lot. So I, ju- I just picked a quick three. Okay, go for it. Number one, Triton's artificial gill technology. They raised $800,000. Okay, that's a decent amount of cash. And what they claimed was it built a breathing apparatus that would allow you to extract the oxygen directly from the water and be underwater indefinitely. That would be an incredible invention. And I've always wanted to be the deep, Tyler. This would allow me to be the deep. <laughs> I mean, kind of, sure. A, a fuck that octopus, sure. Tyler. I think he was on, uh, I think he wanted the dolphin. But nevertheless, uh-uh. the problem is with this one, the technology is at the moment impossible it's to science make. science fiction. <laughs> if you had that, you'd be a billionaire. That's you wouldn't need saying. Kickstarter. That's what I'm saying. The military would be paying that you. for sure. Yeah. Number two, Scarps Laser Cutting Razor. They had claimed that they built a razor, a cutting tool for your hair that would use a laser. That's a lightsaber, Tyler. It is a lightsaber. That's a lightsaber. They would melt the hairs away. <laughs> they never got a true working product going, and the few that they did send out would get damaged almost immediately, and if you looked into the laser site, it would damage your eyes. I think that <laughs> if you could get rid of this ungodly shoulder hair, I don't even care about any of those Fuck things. Fuck my sight. I don't care <laughs> if it gives me cancer faster than deodorant. I would use it. And number three, Ryan, I would imagine you've heard of this one. The coolest cooler. Have you ever heard of that one by yeah, any chance? I haven't. It's a, it was a huge sensation. One of the biggest items on the website in history. They uh, raised millions of dollars and it claimed to come with a blender. You could blend all your drinks right there on top. It had USB ports so you could charge your phone. They got to the very end. That sounds and, freaking awesome. And they realized that all the parts together would just cost too much and they could not charge the price that they listed for everybody. So if you wanted a coolest cooler, you had to go on Amazon and buy one, even if you supported the Kickstarter from the beginning. Ah, so and you don't get your money back? Don't get your money back. Well, that's not cool at all, Coolest Cooler. Um, I'm only going to give you mine. Like, you kind of went for bombs. I just went for strange. Okay. I've got the licky brush, Tyler. The what? The licky brush. It lets cat owners participate in an an intimate licking ritual with their pets. I've seen this. So it's a brush that you insert in your mouth so that you can then lick your cat, not unlike a mama cat. Well, it's it's a mouth guard, basically, and hanging from that out of your mouth is a a brush, yes. That looks like a tongue. How much how much would I have to pay you for you to use that on a cat? Uh, if it was a person, slightly less on a cat. I mean, with all the hair like on your face, that's why I'm asking. Would you, would you want that, player? That's what I'm asking. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It, the idea is terrible. Cats untrustworthy. That project raised fifty two thousand one hundred seventy nine dollars yeah, with two thousand and twenty two backers. To you, over two thousand people. What are you doing? You guys have a weird setup with your cats. Honestly, that's like the dog owners who will let their dogs lick their themselves uh, inside of their mouths. You wouldn't let a dog lick the roof of your mouth? No. Why not? Are you being serious? Yeah. A dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's mouth. That doesn't mean it's clean. It just means it's cleaner than a human's mouth. Would you let a human lick the roof of your mouth? Yeah, that's 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 freaky stuff. You got intimacy issues, Tyler. Yeah, Ryan. We can review. We're going to get into that. (laughs) No. (laughs) How long you got? Ryan, last week, for my final week in review, last week we discussed circus freaks. And we? if they are still called circus freaks in 2022. Circus freaks are just an interesting 
genre of content. I, I think we could do something with Circus Freaks. Can we look up, like, Lobster Boy? He seemed like a good dude. Have, he was a murderer, Ryan. Yeah, but other than that. <laughs> Have you ever been to a, a freak show, as no, it were? I wouldn't be able to look at that It stuff. is a soul-crushing experience. I, I did it once. We'll never do it yeah, again. It's like going it, to the Red Light District in Amsterdam. I just can't handle it, man. No, nothing like that. Are you What? What do you mean, like, the Red Light District? I the, walk, the Red Light District is a very nice part of no, Amsterdam. Different type of Circus Freaks, Tyler. <laughs> as I walk down the Red Damn. Light District, Dude. I couldn't look at these people. Well, for me, I, excuse me, let me rephrase. I was going to say. Nothing wrong with being a sex worker, no judgment. For me, the intensity of being at both of those things is too much for me to bear. The energy gets caught up in my chest and I feel like I want to explode. So I stare at the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what the experience was like. What do we call circus freaks, Tyler? Circus freaks, right? It is 2022 and no one is looking out for the circus freaks anywhere as by every account that I could find. They are still called circus freaks. Maybe they like being called circus freaks. Maybe it's they took it back. Very possible. Yeah. Or maybe it didn't go anywhere because they claimed it as their own. Ah, don't say the F word. Uh, fantastic. That's what we can reveal. Yeah. Great job, Tyler. Don't Lock go to freak shows. They're so demoralizing. I'm sorry, freaks out there. I have no disrespect for you. It's just, you make my heart hurt. Well, why do you say that? Because we went to a show and it was just, we walked into a tent and- there was this high chair that was set up in the back of the tent facing away from everybody. We had paid $10 to get in just to Where see was this? What was going like on the side of the highway? It was, I, I, yeah, it was just, just something that had been set up down here in Miami as like a traveling kind of thing. And we walked in and there was this woman who was probably like three foot two. Okay. And That's kind of awesome. Couldn't walk, was in, I would imagine, lots of pain. Not she as was awesome. Much older. She was wheezing as she breathed. And she just had a stick in her hand. And that's how she like interacted with people. She would like poke you with the stick <laughs> or whatever. And, and she, and she couldn't speak. It was, you were watching somebody who was basically on their deathbed. And it was like, look at this tiny short woman who with a poking stick. <laughs> it was terrible. This is such a relatable story. It number one. Terrible. I think everybody, I think everybody has been in the situation that you're describing. And there was a separate group that came in and they took pictures with her with the biggest smiles on their faces. And I was just, as I said, demoralized. And number two, I am so turned on right now. <laughs> is anybody with me? I know. And that, I'm the one with intimacy yeah, issues. I, I, I want to poke you with a stick, Tyler. <laughs> it was it was awful. Um, awful. I, I'm totally confused as to what you're describing. I'm kind of picturing like one of those places in Mexico where you can stock and take pictures with like a baby tiger. Like, is that what you're describing? No, it was. Do you know the Nightmare Before Christmas? Sure. Do you know Oogie Boogie, the sure. bad guy? Love that. It, one of the best Bad guys of all time. If he took on human form, like if it was a human being that was three feet tall. Now you're just being cruel. And I'm telling you what she looked like. Oogie Boogie did not have a poking stick, Tyler. If you gave him a poking okay. stick. Well, it made him three feet tall and gave him human skin. We will. It was terrible. We will right? make all of those decisions off air. Now, what I need from you is to tell the audience how they can poke us with their stick. I'm remembering it. It was the worst $10 I ever spent. Stop your PTSD <laughs> and finish the show. Why? Whoever you are, lady, I hope you're well. <laughs> Go to thosesguysyouhate.com and poke us with sticks. We Please. got all the buttons right there Digitally. on the front of the screen. We just need you to, to like and subscribe and review. We're asking everybody to review, guys. We need your support. If you're on Spotify and you're on Apple Music, stop what you're doing right now. Look down at your screen. Hit five stars. Thank you. Especially you Romanians. Great job this week, Tyler. And what? if the bears have killed the Romanians and now have their phones, please bears get on that. You think their claws would be able to work the screens? Nonetheless, what's the moral of the story, Tyler? The moral of the story is much like Siberia, much like obviously now that I know with uh, Romania's bear problem, there are just certain parts of the world that are not meant to be lived in, Ryan. Sure. Move out of there. Siberia. It's like, well, anywhere that shouldn't be lived in. It's like- uh, New like, Jersey. Per, like New Jersey or, <laughs> or like Canada. Once you go yeah. like maybe a mile north of the border, you're just in frigid uh, hellscape. Death temperatures. Stop moving there. I think 80% of the people live on that little thin line if that not you're more. talking about. Yep. If not more. Beautiful. Uh, Ryan, what's the moral of the story? I want a licky brush. I want a licky brush. I want a cat. Now, are there areas on the cat where it's inappropriate to use the licky brush? I need the full details. The here. cat will let you know that. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it'll clog your face. Because uh, your face is going to be right there. Okay, well, I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> where are those cats? I, I'm sorry. I just, I'm falling apart here at the end. Be kind or we'll kill you.
Checkeroonie. Give it an old Checkeroonie over there. Red circle. Checkeroonie. You're a dick. What did I do? You're a dick. Coming in with Checkeroonie? Checkeroonie. What, you, what and, am I supposed to do? And what's going on over here? You always have such a fight with that thing. And it's it's technology adjacent, so it just doesn't like my stupid face. <laughs> I have no rebuttal. It's totally accurate. <laughs> You're rebuttless. Right. Ryan has problems with his equipment every time, and it's not, it's not it, That's it just, not an ED joke. Yeah, that's that's actually fair. We should specify. I can't get my equipment to work <laughs> ever since I turned 40. First of all, what you did is you came down here, you came into the office while I was getting set up, and you made me act like a jerk. You're f- Okay. What? Let's dissect uh, that. Wait a sentence. minute, wait a minute. I'm gonna stop you from thinking about that. Just apologize. <laughs> You're about it? Don't think about it. <laughs> just, just apologize and let's move all on. All it is, because I was blind to it, I, I was upstairs thinking. Ryan's down there waiting for me right now. I, uh, he is he's sitting there and he is waiting for me. But then when I came down, all it need all I needed was a Tyler, I need the room. I got one of the strangest facial expressions okay. I've ever gotten. It's just from what you. my face looks like. <laughs> no, it does not. I was a Siamese twin. You're way more handsome than that other guy. Thank you. <laughs> Here's my problem. Brett was a dick. First of all, you I the, one of the First of all, <laughs> the thing that I hate about you the most okay. is when you make me act in a way that I'm embarrassed of, You're Tyler. A B word. You need to get over that. You're a B word. And number two, what I'm really trying to work out is that time in between when I feel my feelings and when I decide, hey, here is the way that I would like to act on them. Mm -hmm. The time in between those two times, I'm a dickhead. And you look constipated. I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm having trouble pooping as well. God damn it, I am, man. seriously. I'm having trouble getting my equipment to work now well, over 40. You know, you're 40. You yeah. Know, man, just exactly. stuff happens. You know, one in five men. I got the leany weenie. That's something. <laughs> That's something totally different. So, I like, I had some people come into the bar the other day Friends of mine, people that I genuinely like, but they got there 30 minutes before we closed. Ah, I like you a little bit less I now. couldn't get that nasty look off my face sure. because I take it personally, yeah. and I shouldn't. Did they say something? But damn it, dude. Uh, yeah. No, but they know it. You know, when I'm upset, I, I can't help it. I'm I'm gross. I'm the exact same way. I understand. Uh, you... I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. You know when I'm not in the best of moods. But you immediately default to, I've made a mistake here. I immediately default to you've made a mistake here. <laughs> Am I right about that? I guess to a certain degree, yeah. but but I could totally understand being upset with something like, bro, you should know how this works, especially if we know each other. You don't come in minutes before my restaurant's well, about to close. I, 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 yes, and you don't come in the office minutes before we record the show. God damn it. I accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of upset. What just happened? Target sold me a calendar. From 2021. Oh, wow. The fuck is that? That's a dick move. Yeah. I used to call you Target. Now, you're Target. More like Target, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I just have a couple little life uh, well, observations. They're doing, like, they're doing the unisex toys now. They don't say men or women on the toys anymore. What? Wasn't that like a big thing with Target where they weren't going to label the cooking toys as feminine? It was just toys or toys and you get whatever you want. Sure. Your, your, your little boys can do women's work. That's fine. Wow. Don't say wow. Target. Yeah, don't say don't say women's work either. That's a that's, that's a, a joke. That's a joke. That's a, it's a joke. It's 2022. Satire. There are no more jokes. There is no more satire. It is not 2022 according to the calendar that I bought from you Target. Uh, that's as also, close as you're going to get to going back in time. I went to the gym today as I am one to do and I saw a younger woman. As you get older, it's harder and harder to tell how old other people are. Cause you just think of people who are like 30 as kids now. It's like, look at these kids over there. So I don't know how old this. I'm this, 34. I don't do that. I don't know what you're talking well, about. Just wait six years. And it's all, it's all over you. And, and I saw a, a girl that I'm guessing was 17, 18 years old, but very tiny mm -hmm. wearing a shirt in an eighties font, like neon font okay. said big dick energy. Okay. What do you do with that? Uh, nothing. I, I, I enjoy I, it. I leave her alone because, yeah, I enjoyed it. because I don't want the security called on me. Uh, I don't know. I mean, good on her, but it said the word dick. Like there was no dick. asterisk or anything. You always dick. put the asterisk where the eye is. 
We all, we've always done that. Give me the, <laughs> the asterisk. What are you doing? That is so funny that you said that because it just feels more acceptable <laughs> when they put a star that's in the I'm you saying. and fuck. That's You're what, totally right. That's what I'm saying. You're like, ah, that's responsible. And you see just the word. Uh, you're looking at fuck and you're like, this ain't right. It's the equivalent of when somebody flip flips people off and they blur it. It's like, dude, he's holding up his hand and I know what he's doing. His other fingers are down. I, I'm fully aware, but that's the society we live in. Thank you, cops, for applying your sensibilities to my watching pleasure. I mean, they can't just show a stone cold Steve Austin middle finger every time they want to willy nilly, Tyler. They should. They should. Mm -hmm. You know what else we should do? Mm. Happy death day. Oh, that's a good point. Ooh, Ryan. Yeah. What's a happy death day, Ryan? Tell people what a happy death day is. Well, I, if, I can't recall specifically, but I think I've gotten this wrong in the past, so mm -hmm. let me pay attention. Mm -hmm. Somebody has died. Correct. We, we celebrate that fact. <laughs> we Damn dance, it. We dance on the head of the, their estate. <laughs> And the families that love them. Like toadstools across a bog, I dance on their head tops. Exactly. Do I have that correct? No. We celebrate, somebody has died <laughs> and we celebrate the life they have lived, Ryan. Not their death. I don't think you have that right. <laughs> this is my segment, damn it. <laughs> I think you should check that. Ryan, we have a brand new happy death day and it is another historical death we'll be talking about. Okay. 52 years ago yesterday, John Ronald Reuel Tolkien has died. Nailed it. Yeah. R-E-U-E-L. R-E-U-E-L. Real. Reuel. Uh, Tolkien died. You know the name Tolkien, obviously. That is the author of Star Trek. Damn it. Lord of the Rings. In the Ryan. forest. Star Trek in the forest. Lord. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> That's kind of true. I yeah, guess. I know that. And, and they have now turned that into a billion-dollar TV show mm -hmm. for Amazon. Mm -hmm. How about that? And it's getting review-bombed on online. Really? Oh, yeah. They turned off all reviews because it's uh, getting tanked. Shouldn't be allowed. Online. <laughs> Shouldn't be allowed. We either can comment or we can't comment. <laughs> it's like when YouTube took away the dislike button. It's like, what are we doing here? I'm going to have to now write in the word, I dislike this. J.R.R. Tolkien, thank you so much for so for, for your work. It's You're the, a big Lord of the Rings fan? I, I wouldn't. I love Lord of the Rings. I'm, there are people out there that really sure. love Lord of the Rings. Sure. Those people are obnoxious. I, I, but I genuinely love his work. Uh, please, I'm going to take this moment to say to whoever's doing it out there, please get somebody to reread the audiobook of Lord of the Rings. The one that's out there right now is an old man that just sounds terrible. I'm sorry to uh, dance on your grave like that, JR. But, sure. Uh, but, but thank you for your work and happy death day to you, happy sir. Happy death day to you. Thank you for your contributions to nerd society and dork culture. And fantasy as a whole, Ryan. Fantasy as a whole. W-H-O-L-E. Obviously. I think that goes without saying. What kind of a podcast would this be if we hinted at anything else, Tyler? I, I know you are not a fan of the of fantasy and sci-fi. You like more realistic things, right? I, I have said that if you have an ogre in your media, yeah. I am not going to consume it. But what a beautiful thing to pour your heart out and for it to turn into something that echoes beyond your time. It, 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 Lord of the Rings is something that, you know, came out in the 70s. Do I have that correct? Um, I, I would say maybe even before that. 60s, maybe. 70s. We can, uh, we can review. And my 14-year-old son knows what it is. That's pretty cool. It There's is. so many things that have fallen by the wayside. Your heart, your, your life work echoes beyond that's a beautiful thing and you have such very rare cases throughout history or in liter literature at least uh much like harry potter i would say that series where you you write never heard this, of it what's that you write this book you mean that blasphemous sure. magical tome sure uh they write this these authors write their work and it's an entire estate is built off of these books that you've written an entire society or uh, an entire economy is sure. built i can't even imagine what that's like people loving your work that much. I think the only uh, reasonable thing to do in that situation is, you know, to hate transgender people. <laughs> I, I just keep it a topic for whatever <laughs> for whatever reason. That's where I feel like it would lead me, Tyler. Oh, what a what a what a positive note to dismount on. <laughs> Weird stance she's taking, right? It's 
It's strange. And she just released a new book. Did you hear? No. And uh, one of the characters is uh, is somebody who's persecuted for being a transphobe. It's, uh, you know. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People, the internet's huh. laughing at it. Sure. That is, sure. you know, the internet, not that nice. I got to be <laughs> no, honest. No. She kind of started it. You don't got to keep coming out. She started adding notes to her book after the fact that it was like, you know, back before toilets were invented, the wizards would just shit on the street. That's something <laughs> she literally said. And everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing, lady? You're ruining this. This is wizard San Francisco over here. That's <laughs> and incredible. And people were just so dumbfounded. Like, wow. why are you doing that? What do you think happens there? Do you think that there is an element of you just get to be so famous that you go crazy like Elvis, like Michael Jackson. You, you're, you're not supposed to be that famous. Sure. It, it it burns you down. Well, and I would say without knowing what it tastes like in any way, that taste of people clinging on to this world that you have created and now every single thing you say about it sure. is true because it's, you're the one who made it. It's canon. Exactly. You are writing the Bible. Exactly. That is interesting. Yeah. She's I like, think it's healthy and what? I think she's going to be just fine. <laughs> Somebody put a penis on that woman. Uh, speaking of religion, give her a little taste of her own medicine. <laughs> you know what? I stand with you, brother. It's like American yeah. history sex. <laughs> You get locked in with a thing you don't like, turns out to just be a human. How about that? Edward Porkin. Sorry, I just, I wanted to be part of the joke. Please don't hurt me. Starting to lose some of this flair. <laughs> I just erased it. I, you know, I, I erased it I feel all. better now. Wait, wait, wait. Good on you, man. I say good on you. You know what? That doesn't sting as bad. And I think my timing is really getting good. Speaking of rewriting the Bible, I, I had this big, lengthy conversation that I wanted to have with you. I'm sure we're running out of time here on the pregame. I even looked it up off of Harvard Business School. Let me try that again. <laughs> I even looked it up off of Harvard Business School, their website. Okay. What I, we, I did research. What are we talking about? I wanted to talk about people who struggle with their religion. I'm very uncomfortable in the subject. That's why I buried it in the end of the ah, pregame. You know what I'm saying? Sense. Sure. Um, sure. Have you ever known somebody who seeks religion, who seeks spirituality, who seeks something bigger than themselves, but they just struggle so much with, am I worshiping the right thing? Am I looking for the right thing? It, like you get lost in all the nooks and crannies mm -hmm. of places to get stopped before you actually reach your goal, which is just... I don't know, faith in something. You know what I mean? Something bigger than you. Yeah. Well, we we put obstacles in front of ourselves in front of ourselves all the time. And religion's a big call it a hot button issue if you want. Sure. It's, it's it can be very difficult for people. I know it was for me for the longest like, time. I, I used to know this woman that she struggled so much with, okay, I want to worship something, but what do I worship? Am I getting my best value? Mm -hmm. Am I look at all the marketing of all of these different religions? What do I worship? I can't worship. Until I figure out- How do I pick? Exactly right. And I got to make sure that I'm getting the right one. You know what I mean? They're all wrong. You get, you tell me my man Buddha don't always up? <laughs> so here is my thing. I have always been gifted with just the ability to have faith. I, I don't need to put a face on it. I don't. I just feel like there's something bigger than me. And I think that just letting go even of that is cathartic. I believe that that's almost a metaphor for religion. I don't need to know exactly what it is. I just need to feel this thing and I'll take it in any way that I can. What do you think about that? I think that- I'm throwing a lot at you. Today. That's okay. I think the need to put labels on it is where we get hung up. I, 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 I solved my issue with my sexuality through that very prism, I realized I just- Oh, did you now? I, I, oh, I missed that episode. I'm working on okay, it. Okay, thank you. But I, I'm accepting myself for who I am sure. simply because I'm going through the prism of why the fuck do I have to label whether I'm straight or gay or bi? Who gives a shit? That is a perfect example. Exactly. Yeah. Meet people one at a time. M-E-A-T. See, see <laughs> how, how you feel in each different- uh, engagement sure. and then just go from there. Why do you have to preemptively try to decide when you just don't have the information? And that is exactly right. I want to just feel good. Mm -hmm. Why do I need to, you know, surgically dissect it? And am I feeling good in the right way or whatever? Would you just let go? And what I had here from Harvard Business School, you agnostic fuck. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I think they just try to be as, I think they just try with a star for the U to be as objective as possible.
Uh, I think they're trying to, I think Harvard comes from an objective place. I don't think they're trying to take God out of anything. I really want to stop saying, uh, on this. No, what, what they, what they were discussing was do societies with religion actually outperform societies without what's your take on how many societies are out there without religion? Is that like a thing? Atheist societies are, I, 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 I can't think of a single atheist society. Like in Switzerland, is Switzerland, is Switzer- sorry, I just fell down a hole. No, but are you about to call Switzerland atheists? Godless people. <laughs> Godless people. Look no. at their skin. Why do you think they're so pale? <laughs> you can see right through them. I'm asking, much like America is built on in God we trust, is Switzerland the same way? I don't know. That's a really good question. Uh, Portugal, I would imagine, is because they're Spanish, and I know that that is... No, I mean, Spaniards are, you know, the Crusades. Heard of it? Big deal, Tyler. I have. I have. Good time. Good year. I I regret that I had missed that. You know what I mean? Much like college, I regret that I missed the Crusades. You were born in the wrong time. If only I I was born during the Crusades. Well, you know, you see people who dress up from a different time. I just think I'd look good in chainmail. Yeah, I was going to say, you walk around with that sword on your hip constantly. It looks amazing on you. That's not my sword. That's like your third penis joke already. I I don't understand... what my Freudian connection is there. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. It is your third penis joke of the day. And we haven't even hit the actual episode. I don't yet. even hear them anymore. <laughs> I, it, it's really troubling. And I, I'm not going to read this. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to read any of it, but they just kind of list how religion affects societies in, in many different ways, mm-hmm. increased education, increased civic involvement, higher levels of, cooperation, lower divorce rates, all that stuff. And even on personal levels, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like our bodies are built for it. Almost. 